Hello. Welcome back. Hey, Christy. Hey, Melissa. How are you? I'm going through it. I'm having a very human couple of days, so it actually leads in perfectly for our topic that we're going to be going over today on the podcast. And I think it'll right. be a reminder for me and uh, a reminder for everyone else out there who's on their way up. Right. Bashar always says, <laughs> I always go back to Bashar. Bashar always says, you are perfect. You are exactly perfect. The perfect you, you need to be right now. So like, whenever people ask you, hey, how are you doing? You should always just say perfect because you're going to be perfect. I love that. I feel like I'm not explaining that right, but but I think I you get, get it. it. it like, okay. even if you're in a crappy mood, like even if you're going through it, it's perfect because mm-hmm. it's exactly what's perfect for your development. And so, you're right now. You're yeah. as perfect as you can be in this moment, basically. Right. So And the fact you, that you're even existing is right. perfection. So I think you're you're doing perfectly. Even you're perfectly imperfect human, girl. Own it. <laughs> yeah, I love it. Thank you for that. <laughs> you're welcome. Okay, so today we are discussing ascension, and I have a bunch of notes. I'm gonna try not to like read out of a book, but I do want to read the definition of ascension. Ascension is the act of rising to an important position or a higher level. So like. Most people, not most people, I don't even know what I'm saying, but ascension, essentially dying is ascending because you're ascending to a higher level of consciousness when you die. Um, you're, you're being whole and complete and being reunited with your oversoul or your higher self and uh, source consciousness. That's an ascension. But we here right now as humans are experiencing a physical ascension the earth is ascending and all of its beings are ascending. So um, the phrase earth ascension refers to the planets and humanity's overall spiritual progress and change. It entails a change in consciousness that results in a higher level of harmony, connectivity, and awareness. Isn't that freaking cool? Like, I think that's so cool. And And then there, go go ahead. So then there's one more definition I wanted to read by def- by definition, because that's how I talk now. <laughs> by definition, it's the path taken by people who consciously advance towards a greater state of illumination. It's a personal decision to bravery and bravely enter the uncharted territory of the inner self to grow into your authentic self. To move into a higher awareness of self is to choose it consciously. I freaking love that shit. I love that. And that's kind of like exactly what I was going to say was like, that is the beauty, the journey and the challenge of being human, especially being human on earth at this time, because we are invited to recognize our ability to ascend. And we can also choose to stay exactly where we are exactly I'm really glad you said that because on these other notes I have (laughs) um so I I got a lot of this information from Brian Scott do you know who Brian Scott is no he is a really I don't even know what he is actually I just watched a lot of his YouTubes over the last few years but he's like he has so much insane content on YouTube probably other platforms too um he's just He's like, um, he's like the Billy Carson. Billy Carson specializes in like the history and stuff like that. He's like the Billy Carson of spiritual wisdom and knowledge. It's insane. He's, he's cool. brilliant. Okay. Um, but I love so- Christy. Like you have so many good resources. Whenever I want to learn something like, Oh, Christy, like where can I learn about human design? Oh, there right. you are right there. Sending me like five <laughs> different videos to check out. Like, Oh, Christy. I know. I want to learn about aliens. Uh, there you are. You're sending me all this other shit. <laughs> such a problem. If anybody ever asks me for anything, I'm like, I got you. And I send them like 10 pages of information. And I'm like, please don't delete me. Like, you no, want I'm something? Sure. I'm going to give you everything on that something. Like, I can't help it. I'm just like a sponge of the spiritual 
shit. Like I'm obsessed. There's no, it's all I think about. All I think about. You're a library. So, so everyone <laughs> listening, if you want to check out a book from Christy's library, <laughs> slide into our DMs because if you are interested in any topic within the spirituality field, I care she's got 10 resources for you on every topic. Yeah. I'm literally a buffet of spirituality. Like I just need to know at least a little bit of every freaking thing. It's so cool though. Like I, it's it's crazy. Okay, so we digress. <laughs> we did always. We always. Yeah. So uh, understanding the cis, uh, cis, cyclistic uh, dynamic that goes all the way back to the Mayan Mayan predictions. Um, so the Mayans predicted this time in this place right here, right now. They actually predicted this whole ascension process. Um, so Brian Scott had said something like, okay, 4.5 billion years ago, source, God, the creator, however you want to refer to them, because it's, first of all, I want everybody to understand God is not a him. God is definitely 50% feminine energy and 50% masculine energy. So source, creator, we'll just call it that for right now. Um, got really bored because when you're living in all love, peace, and harmony all the time, you're just like, man, how can I expand my consciousness in my brain? So he, she, they started this experiment on earth. Um, we'll break this down, really compartmentalizing all this stuff. So there's the over, oversoul, right? And the oversoul has 617 facets to it. So I'm a facet to my oversoul, Gemma, you're a facet to your oversoul, but you also have 616 other facets that make you, you. And that's the soul's way of reaching out and learning in every specific different kind of area, live out every different kind of life, every different personality, learn, like specialize in all the different things. There's 617 facets to one oversoul. So essentially, I'm, I'm totally like anybody who ever watches this, please don't kill me for saying this. But I feel like essentially, wouldn't that mean you have 616 twin flames? If you're all the same soul? I, I don't know. I was going to ask, like, how do these uh, fragments uh, like present? Are they facets of personality? Are they physical incarnations? Are they They're physical incarnations? They're spiritual incarnations? They're like, they're, they're one oversoul's way to branch out and experience everything in existence, essentially. Which is hard for us to grasp because we live in a linear three-dimensional world mm -hmm. where we can only understand the concept of being in one physical vessel as a complete being, but yeah, not. but I think that's also how, like, if people can go into a past life, like 10 different people can go into a past life and be like, oh my God, I was Marilyn Monroe. Mm -hmm. And maybe you, as the facet you are now, maybe you weren't, but your oversoul was. So naturally, you get to download all those memories and experiences. And you do get to consider it you because you are a part of that facet. I mean, that oversoul. Um, but that's how come, if that's even a proper way to say that, so many people can experience the same existence. So many people can be like, oh, yeah, I was Jesus Christ before. Because you're part of that oversoul who a facet of it was that life. It's and, incredible stuff. And we're also a part of universal consciousness. So if you rewind it all back and you peel it all back, we are one. We come from one source and yeah. we're all facets of that one source. Mm -hmm. so technically, although we're individualized and we perceive ourselves as individualized in this meat suit that we're wearing, we are actually one with everything mm -hmm. not only other humans not only other souls we are one with each snowflake that's falling outside my yeah and every crystal and every molecule in the air and light waves that we have we can't even see with our naked eye yeah girl that spider right there that's part of you like yeah. <laughs> you know that spider is also one like so and i'm gonna say this you are all gone all of yeah. you. Yeah. So it's time to start fucking acting like it. God lives in us. Like we are part of God. Yeah. So soul facets can become lost, damaged, and stolen. And that is how. So when you think of the concept, like 
you were really, really traumatized and you had a really traumatic death and people are like, well, um, if you go right back to source or you reincarnate, how does, how are there ghosts or how is there hauntings and how is that? Um, you can get so traumatized. And, and I know you know this because you're like an expert on souls and damage that you're that fragment, like, can get stuck in one place in time because it lost its path to its own ascension back to its higher self. Um, so there are actually a lot of star seeds and light workers on this planet physically here to help guide all those mis, um, misguided, lost, damaged, or stolen souls back to where they belong. And this also correlates into the whole ascension process. These, um, these warriors came here to kind of help put all the broken pieces back together. And as far as your, okay, so the stolen part. So that I want to say, <laughs> please don't shoot me for saying this anybody, but the Illuminati, I think that it, that goes hand in hand with the Illuminati and how celebrities like sell their soul for money and fame and stuff like that. So not saying every single person who has money or fame is part of the Illuminati by any means, because I don't believe that that's true. But I do believe that there are those specific ones that we all know sold their soul, even though they don't really sell it. Um, they had their soul stolen for, for a temporary amount of time, because I mean, we're eventually going to get them back. Right. Um, but I think that's where that all goes from. So I heard this story once that princess Diana when she was dead, there was the Anunnaki or negative beings, negative polarized beings and Anunnaki or reptilians are highly um, known for this. As soon as she passed, they were there and they retrieved her soul and they've been holding her soul hostage ever since. Isn't that wild? I don't know if it's true, but it is a theory that I watch from this guy. I watch who channels his name is Sam the illusionist. Find him on YouTube. You guys, he's freaking incredible. Um, but yeah, so your souls can be come lost, damaged, or stolen. <clears throat> so it's vital to take good care of your soul, keeping it together and functioning functioning efficiently. And this is part of why it's so important to really mind, body, soul, nourish yourself, self-care, because you need to take care of your soul. Even though you can't see it, you need to take care of yourself through and through. Yeah. Um. So we are in we are in a universe of duality. And give me one second. So okay, yeah, we're in a universe of duality, which means beings basically are only interested in themselves. They're in a self-service. So which is supposed to be so our original blueprint for this earth was supposed to be balance and harmony and essentially heaven on earth but if you go back to the the previous episode of the real history of our earth and our universe and all that stuff that episode we just did um it talks about the how we talk about how the negative beings kind of took over and enslaved us mm -hmm. and th they brought that duality into our planet when it was never supposed to be that way so right now we are we are ascending they they descended us essentially they um they fucked with our dna and they mind controlled us and they really brought the whole vibration of the planet down and descended our entire evolution so now it's like it's like the pendulum. So it's always going to keep swinging. And it was so far this way into the negative duality part of, of our planet for the last 200,000 years that the, the pend pendulum is definitely swinging all the way to the other side to the perfect harmony, high vibration, love and blah, 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 all that stuff. So we are currently heaven. ascending. Yeah, heaven, we're ascending as a physical planet, the earth herself is now um, also raising her frequency, as we talked about with the Schumann resonance and all the light blasts from the sun and stuff like that. And we are all ascending at the same time together. <clears throat> Let me see. I have some pretty cool stuff here, but I just, so God, AKA the Elohim, the, Ari the Orion group, is basically who came and 
enslaved us. They're the Anunnaki's, the reptilians, not all of them are negatively oriented by any means. Um, there are a lot of positive because in every single race there is negative and there's positive, but unfortunately the ones who took over our planet were negative and they're a hundred percent service to self. And the way a human being can raise their frequency and their vibration and completely, and it is a choice. We all get to choose this. We get to choose if we're going to ascend with our planet or if we're not going to ascend with our planet. Um, you need to, the Elohim represents, AKA God represents service to others. And that ultimately is at a soul level where you're going to put yourself, if you're choosing to move on and go into the, fourth and fifth dimension or if you're going to actually reincarnate into a another third dimensional planet because what happened here is we went so low we damaged this planet so much it's inhabitable as it stands right now and she's done with it she just wants to shake us all off Gaia the planet wants to shake us all off like fleas right now because she wants to heal herself so that's what a lot of theorists say that's what's going to happen. The people who have at a soul level made that conscious choice to ascend and go to the new earth. Um, we will all be, <laughs> I feel weird saying this publicly. I say it all the time because I believe it, but we're going to be evacuated. The higher beings, the ones who are seating us and watching us are going to take everybody who's ready to evolve and ascend with Gaia. And they're going to put us on the new clean, healthy, earth that is in the fifth dimension i don't know how that's gonna look i don't know if it's something that you remember i don't know if it's one of those things where you fall asleep and you wake up and like you're changed and the world's changed i have no freaking idea but the people who choose service service to self they are going to die here and they are going to reincarnate on another third dimensional planet it's freaking wild <sighs> that's a lot it is and there's, there's i still have like to interpret the new earth too though because like oh well, that's like a whole episode in and of itself never mind right we'll, we'll talk about that another time <laughs> <laughs> like there's so many rabbit holes we could go on and yeah i never even got to our topic for today <laughs> i have so many freaking notes too and i'm just like i don't even know if this is all relevant anymore because i totally just jumped around all of the notes but so I will say this part. This is a theory. This is a Brian Scott theory. Um, those living in alignment with the Elohim will be evacuating physical form taken by extraterrestrials. 50 million years life is wiped out. Start over. New vibrational frequency. Okay. So each of these cycles of the, the earth school is 25,000 years. And then after 25,000 years of reincarnating over and over, you're essentially supposed to graduate and move up to the next fifth dimension. Um, and our first graduation after the first 25,000 years, not one human being ascended, not one human being graduated. Oh, and after 50, 100,000 years, it might be 50 million I could, I, I don't know, I'm not good with numbers, but after the second one, so it was 50,000 years or something like that, 120 human living human beings graduated our school. And so usually 60% on other planets, 60% of the population will graduate. We had 120 people by the second graduation. And that is why the the extraterrestrials or multidimensional beings or our seated mothers and fathers are here helping us because it's like we are pretty much on our third cycle um now right now and only out of 8 billion people only 2.5 billion people even had any kind of even a passing thought about ascension and graduating earth school at a soul level. That is insane. 8 billion people, only like 2.5 billion of them care to, to do better, care to feel what, to find out what is really going on and potentially graduate the school that they have spent 
hundreds of thousands, potentially millions of years on. And that is why it is so important for people like you and I to get this information out there or Brian Scott or Billy Carson. This is Maria Elizabeth April, like all these incredible teachers who hold all this wisdom, like Dolores Cannon, everybody. It's so important that we, if you know something, say something because, because these we're, we're trapped and we're, um, we're basically we're just blind living like this is this is it for us hell no so it's really sad to think that so many people have no idea that they're actually here living in an earth school and they have the potential to make it whatever the fuck they want to make it Mm -hmm. uh well they do they just forgot yeah yeah and it's it's just heartbreaking so let me see what i wrote here around 8 billion. Oh, I already read that. I already said that part. Yeah. So the earth is ascending. (laughs) You're ascending. I'm ascending. We are all going to a higher level of consciousness and love and unity and compassion and service to others. So this is why it's so important to start building our communities and bringing all these communities together and connecting them because people who are on the ascension path need to all like be connected with each other so we can help each other through this process. And you also, we all also need to start taking so much better care of our planet. I mean, everything can be healed. Anything can heal itself, but you also have to nurture it and love it in the process, you know? And ourselves too. Mm-hmm. Yeah, service to others doesn't mean you neglect yourself at all. Right. Um, service to others. The only way you can provide service to others is by providing service to yourself first, but not in a greedy, stingy, or like shithead way. Mm-hmm. You have like you have to fill your cup and other to let other people in order to let other people drink out of it. Right. Um, so if you're not taking care of your well-being, your physical body, which you chose all the details of, start learning how to love that and take care of it, whether that's eating right, drinking right, a little bit of working out, whatever makes you feel like you're caring for yourself, you need to make that like a, everybody needs to make that a priority because in order to be in service to others, which is what it's like, it's our natural way of being. We love helping people we love making people laugh we love feeding people we love nurturing people and loving them you know like that so it's so important for people to take care of themselves and really practice self-love and nurture your soul so that you can turn around and be beneficial to other people who have not yet made it as far on their journey and they haven't they don't know where to look you can't help people if you're not helping yourself first but yeah, there was another thought in there, but it's gone. So I'm just going to stop now and let you talk. And that takes a lot of intentionality, a lot of intentionality, consistent intentionality and awareness. Mm-hmm. We have awareness of our blind spots and we have to have awareness of our emotional intelligence and our, you know, everything. And it, that, I think you said it somewhere in there. It takes a lot of bravery and courage mm-hmm. to have that awareness because it's not easy to look at ourselves. No, but as we are doing the work and we're on our way to ascension, mm-hmm. what are some of the symptoms that we feel in our physical vessel that we can experience on our way up? Oh, that's a really good question. I didn't even, I totally didn't even take notes on the Ascension symptoms. So I'm going to have to go off the top of my head for this one. Um, So Ascension symptoms, we did talk a little bit about it in the uh, Schumann resonance and the solar flare episode, but gosh, Ascension symptoms can, can, it's such a broad spectrum. It can literally be anything from foggy mind to ringing in your ears and um, migraines because your third eye is opening. Go ahead. I saw you go like that. Yeah. Yeah, The ringing in the ears. Oh my gosh. That's been happening so much to me lately. And so it happens because 
almost. as as you raise your vibration your dna is actually physically actively changing itself it is rewiring itself the synapses in your brains are rewiring itself and as you raise your vibration it's like a dog whistle right yeah. you can't hear a dog whistle but a dog can hear a dog whistle because honestly animals vibrations are already pure and pretty high so the higher vibration you like enter into the easier it is for you to hear higher vibratory noises Mm -hmm. so when you hear your ears ringing like take it as a sign like oh cool I'm up leveling it can be frustrating and annoying but um but as your body re re how do I say this? As your body is changing and ascending, you're going to experience so many physical symptoms. You're probably not going to be able to eat the way you used to be able to eat. You're probably going to have a lot of digestion issues or a lot of allergies towards a lot of the food because it is not natural and it's not actually feeding and nourishing your soul. And your body gets to a point in your evolution and your ascension where it will actually start to to expel or stop processing these foods. So like I became a vegetarian four years ago. Actually, it was January 18th, four years ago, um, because my body stopped processing meat. It would sit in my stomach for days and it, it was just terrible. Um, I was always such a meat lover, but I, my body just won't break it down anymore. It's gotten so far... <laughs> Because I'm so freaking sensitive with this stuff. Like, I can literally only eat fruits and vegetables. Occasionally, like, I'll air fry, like, a spring roll or something like that with, like, tortilla on it. But my body will not process anything that is processed already or anything that is not natural food. And that is happening to so many hundreds of thousands of people over the world right now. And they're going to the doctor thinking something's wrong with my digestive tract. Like I have all these issues, but it's not your body is your body is evolving and it only wants the best. It's that like cellular activation that like starts to change you to where Mm -hmm. you're not able to tolerate in your physical vessel, the things that you used to be able to tolerate Mm -hmm. because you're changing on a cellular level and your DNA is literally upgrading. And with that comes it it, like, it doesn't just happen on the micro level in the cells. It, It ripples out into a macro level and where you feel like, the ringing in your ears and maybe you're getting more migraines and inability to tolerate the same foods that you used to have. These are all signs of ascension, but it's funny because like the more we ascend, the more we're also reminded of our humanity and physicality. And it, that is shown to us through these physical symptoms. Yeah, it's because and your body is like the greatest advanced technology. I said that in the other episode a couple days ago that has ever been created. Your physical body is the most advanced computer in existence. And with that, you have seven major energy centers. They're your chakras. And as you're evolving and your vibration is changing, that goes all the way down to every atom in your body and it goes through even these invisible energy centers in your body so you have your your crown chakra your third eye chakra your throat your heart your solar plexus which is right under your um chest plate uh your sacral chakra which is right in your belly button and then your root chakra which is at the base of your spine and as you're evolving and your dna is changing energetically you're also sitting in a planet that's also evolving. So you're going to feel in these energy centers are connected to all of the vital organs and everything in your body is all connected and they run off of these energy centers. So like if you have a really bad headache, there is a good chance you don't have like a freaking brain tumor. There's a really good chance your third eye chakra is getting some um, activations and you're having a migraine because it's dispelling all this nasty old energy or blockages that you've had 
over multiple incarnations here over the last couple hundred thousand, maybe even millions of years. So as, as you're working through all these blockages in all of your systems, you are going to have physical symptoms because you're a physical being experiencing a physical ascension right here, right now. Like the digestive, a lot of people have a lot of trauma in their uh, root from the beginning of times here. Not, I mean, like, I mean, talking about like after Atlantis fell, um, because we were we were taught to live in a fight or flight. And that is directly correlated with your root chakra, which is the red chakra at the base of your spine. A lot of people are going to have a lot of symptoms that are connected to the root chakra. So what I think is really important for people to realize is that if you're having a certain symptom in a certain spot, get on your phone or your computer and look up what chakra area that is near and do some meditative work or energy work on those chakras at the same time as being really compassionate with yourself and loving yourself through the process. You have to, instead of being frustrated at these symptoms, mm -hmm. you have to really look at them and be like, I understand you're, you're here showing me this chest pain for a reason. Um, so I'm going to really go into a meditation and figure out what it is I need to be looking for to heal so that I, so that my body doesn't have to show me these um, symptoms anymore. Yeah. Symptoms, Does that make sense? Yeah, completely. The symptoms are teachers, really, mm -hmm. showing yeah. us areas where we have room for improvement and yeah. areas that need attention. And I think it's also important to say, like, this all, like, all these symptoms, they don't only happen during waking hours, too. Mm -hmm. A lot of this happens during sleep. And we can notice like an increase of lucid dreams or work, even nightmares, working out karma and like shedding old programming through our dreams while we sleep at night and mm -hmm. also receiving activations while we sleep at night, having weird things, unexplainable things happen to you in your sleep where you literally feel like energy waves moving over your body and it's, mm -hmm. it's, you're being worked on like while you're in a resting state. Hell yeah, you are, you know, you actually, so you, you and everybody else in the world has those nights where you're like, Oh my God, I slept 12 hours and I'm so freaking tired. So I don't understand why I'm so tired. You, when you're asleep, your, your ego is asleep your consciousness is asleep. Your subconscious in the spirit realm is doing an insane amount of work and everything you just, you just talked about in healing and activating and up-leveling, going to other planes and other dimensions and realities and finishing work up over there that you need to finish up. Like you, your soul is never asleep. Your soul doesn't need to sleep, but that is why a lot of people will wake up and be like, I slept eight hours. I don't know why I'm so tired because your soul never sleeps. Your soul is always working for this process. And it's freaking incredible. It really is so incredible. So nourish your soul and be grateful that you have one because your soul is a badass doing so much work all the time. Totally. And that feeling of like being drained of energy. It's also like, because there's so much going on on an energetic level like you're literally mm -hmm. clearing and moving energy out of your physical being and that's yeah why I'm so tired so it's rest, really cool and then what do we do as humans we push through we don't rest when, yeah when our bodies are calling us to rest so I think a big part of ascension is like learning to tune into the body for answers and mm -hmm. for guidance and really it that's the i guess embodiment of ascension is to have that true deep lasting always present connection to the body and when things are coming up okay where am i feeling that in my body yeah yeah and so like it's it you don't want to always go to the doctor and i'm not here telling anybody don't go to the doctors because the doctors do have some really really exceptional practices that can help people like we can't perform our own surgeries if we need a surgery right. I'm not saying don't ever go to the doctor but you don't need to go to a doctor and get on some medication 
for every symptom you have. You need to like analyze your body and sit with yourself and figure out, hey, is this something I can fix on my own? And probably 90% of the time, yes, you can. If you sit with it and you recognize it and you and you give it that love, like you don't have to hate it, may be uncomfortable and it may suck, but you don't have to just hate the fact that your body is so magical that it's showing you exactly where the root problem is and rather than going to the doctor and masking the symptom temporarily all while simultaneously poisoning the shit out of your body with all these big pharma medications that cause other symptoms that you then need to go back to the doctor for and find another band-aid for that it's it's so important to feel your body and feel your energy and show yourself all that love and care and attention because you'll heal it so much quicker. You're really the only person who can heal yourself. If And until people realize that, we're always going to have diseases and illnesses and stuff like that. But the power really is within us and healing our light bodies, which one day we'll do an episode on light bodies. <laughs> we'll do an episode on all the bodies, actually, because you have five. Um, and healing those light bodies and, you know, kicking those symptoms ass it's yourself it will be such a more powerful healing than going to a doctor. And if you can't do it yourself, go to somebody like Melissa who does past life and higher self hypnosis, who can actually go in there and ask your higher self to heal any issue that you have. It's been actually proven that this works or go to a Reiki master who can align your chakras and your energy centers and charge them up for you and teach you how to do it later on at home. Go on YouTube. Or a naturopath who's going to help you discover the root cause of the problem rather than going to the doctor who will just manage the symptoms without addressing the root cause. Yeah. So many different ways to approach true healing. Yeah. There, you know, this is part of like, this is part of like what we are striving for in like this concept of the new earth is like all of these different healing modalities that contribute to your overall wellness, mind, body, and spirit that just address these issues in a, in a different way than Mm -hmm. the modern, you know, widely accepted, like Western technological ways of, of managing. These yeah. Things. Yeah. So, um, and we plan, Melissa and I do plan on having all of these different modality, modality healing practitioners on here for interviews because it's such a broad range of different kind of healers for different kinds of things. And I feel like as we, this show moves forward, we can get every single different kind of healer on here and ask them like, exactly how and what they do and then get that information out there to anybody watching when they want to go see any of those practitioners there are so many different kinds of healing modalities i watch this guy um from unified tv what is his name ah what's his name i'm total jason jason something shark sharka shirka jason shirka Unified TV, incredible TV channel. Um, He has these wellness centers that I think he has like 40 or something like that, probably a lot more by now, that he has opened up all over that have these machines, right? And you go sit in these rooms and it's all low cost. I think he said when when I first saw it open up like a year and a half, two years ago, Um, I think he said he keeps it so low cost so anybody with any ailment can go get that healing if they have one within their vicinity. But they have these machines that are like these computer machines and they put out frequencies that heal shit like that. It's insane. I'm going to send you a link after we're done with this because I like I haven't even talked to you about that one ever. But it's so cool. Like you can heal the C words in these rooms you can heal any freaking thing wrong with you and and these are the types of modalities that i really want to get on here and interview these people about so that people can realize that they instead of poisoning your body with all these medications sometimes yeah you need an antibiotic but not as much as they're shoving them down our throat like (laughs) 
And I think it's also important to know, like, just because, and this is like a whole other rabbit hole too, but just because we have the ability to heal our bodies doesn't always mean that healing will occur because mm -hmm. sometimes on a soul level, we have made a contract to experience that physical ailment in this incarnation for a specific purpose and to heal that would be counterproductive to the soul's evolution because they have, con you know, made an agreement on a soul level to use that experience in some way that will serve their growth. So I think that's just an important caveat to say. Yeah, I'm so glad you brought that up because I wasn't even thinking about that. And that's true. Yeah. Like if you came in here at, with some kind of cripple or if you were one of those, unfortunately, babies who came in with cancer, there is a lesson in that you, you didn't do it for no reason. And those, those people who come in this way, they came for exceptional soul growth, mm -hmm. but not only a lot of times for themselves, a lot of times it's for the people who are going to be here taking care of them and loving them because right. they need to show what service to others. They need to learn that within their soul journey. What service to others? Okay, I'm going to have this daughter and she's going to be crippled and I'm going to have to spend all my time and energy taking care of her. There's a huge lesson for me in that and it's going to it's going to like slingshot my evolution, my personal soul evolution. And that is exactly why okay, Jesus Christ or Yeshua, if you will, um, when he would he perform his healings on people, he always yeah. asked the higher self before he did it. And that is why he had to turn some people down because, you know, can I make this man see he's never had vision before? And the higher self would be like, no, he, this is within his soul contract. Right. You can't fix this for him. Otherwise the whole contract is devoid. It's like, it's, yeah. you can't do that. But if you came in and energetically, and balanced yourself in a way where you now harness this this disease energy that is something you can heal that was such a great point I'm so yeah. glad you brought that up of course and I also want to talk about like because this has been a lot of like the hard parts of ascension the hard symptoms of ascension but there's also some really fun and exciting and cool symptoms of ascension that I think we should talk about too and yeah there are some really beautiful um symptoms too like one thing I've noticed is an increased connection with nature yes. and just this understanding that we are not a being with the whole world revolving around us we are a part of the entire circle it's like having a conscious uh, awareness of our universe universality like I'm trying to say that word I don't know like universal oneness yeah, yeah and like feeling that when we're in nature and like okay I moved from California all the way across the country to a whole new state because I felt like I needed to be with the trees. That was my biggest reason. Okay. I uprooted my whole life. I loved my family. I loved my friends. Now, funnily enough, my, and this is a, maybe another uh, symptom is like synchronicities and stuff. My whole family decided to relocate and follow me out here too. But like, I was feeling so stifled and so disconnected from nature when I was living in Orange County, California, that I had to get out. And that was such a major symptom for me that like I overhauled my entire life. And now that I'm out here, like I literally have cried at the beauty of like the trees falling, goosebumps. falling from the trees in the fall and the snow that I've experienced now. And like, there are little woodland creatures that come up to my window in the mornings. And sometimes like I'll see just a beautiful hawk sitting out on a branch. And it's just like, I, I have this increased need to be in nature, to put my feet, my bare feet on the ground, mm -hmm. on the grass and just connect into earth. And I think that's definitely one of the beautiful symptoms. It is. Been. 
It, it, it totally is. Um, right before, like, I feel like I had like my spiritual awakening. Um, I, I started planting apple seeds mm-hmm. from apples I ate. Mm-hmm. And I, as it stands now, I have like 88 apple trees from apples oh. that I ate. Let me tell you, my whole life, I hated apples. And right before this mass awakening, I just started eating apples. And it was it was right before I became a vegetarian as well. Um, but I just remember eating the apple and being like, why do we throw these seeds away? And I started planting them. And I hadn't even had like the awakening yet, but my physical body and my mind for some reason were so connected to my soul that this ascension was happening and one of my symptoms is I plant mad apple trees now like I love that I don't even like I didn't understand it I'm like I don't know why I'm I feel like it's so important to plant these apple trees like am I Christy Appleseed what's up but (laughs) now I have all these apple trees and it all came back together and it like now I understand why I started doing it and wanting to garden I'm from San Diego California and seven eight years ago I up and moved to Washington State um and I didn't think it was for the nature I loved how green it was compared to brown San Diego but we didn't garden there because we're desert there basically and when I came here it was like oh my god I can literally plant anything I want to eat like in the future, I can yeah. grow stuff. And that was another symptom of the whole world actually is getting more into gardening. Yeah. And that is because you're evolving and you are being more connected. And and whether you know it or it's subconscious, you as you evolve, you're gonna do the things that come natural and are best for you. And that is so freaking cool. I freaking love that you said that. Another symptom of ascension could also be like your connection to animals or children or um just to yourself in general like do you know how often I'll like put music on and just dance by myself now because the connection with myself feels so much more powerful and beautiful and real now like I actually don't care if anybody sees me dancing and being authentically me and that is a symptom a lot of people are having they're gonna say and be exactly who they came here to be because it's getting to the point where like we're shedding these masks and these facades we were taught to be and programmed to be because our authentic self is ready to come out now. And as we go through these upgrades and updates and solar flares and Schumann spikes and stuff like that, we are seriously getting closer and closer to our authentic self, which is a full connection to your higher self. Yeah. You know, and I'm wondering if one day we'll have telepathic communi- c- communication with all the other 616 facets of ourselves. That's fucking crazy. That's such a crazy thought. I love that so much. I think that's that's for sure on the line, probably like further down than than our lifetime in this incarnation. But we'll see. I think that's definitely like where we're headed. The more we ascend and expand our consciousness and expand our connection, the less need we'll have for language that is binding and put it's a waste of energy too yeah and really in the spirit realm there is no language everything Mm -hmm. is known and everything is accepted there's no need to put labels on people or describe or attribute reason like um attribute descriptions to the way you're feeling because like everything is accepted you don't have to Mm -hmm. meaning you don't have to make it mean anything yeah um it's that's a big conversation, but I love where that's <laughs> headed. And I think it also speaks to like, like as you were saying, Chrissy, is like the connection to yourself. We uh, uh, during you know through the ascension process, we learn to stop seeking answers outside of ourselves. Like we were talking about the doctors and stuff, you know, like the systems, the banking, like all of yeah. like we deconstruct our trust and faith and um attachment to those systems and we start to turn inward into ourselves and into the answers that lie within our own knowing and within our bodies and that's a beautiful symptom as well 
And I think the more that we do that, the more that we turn inward, the more that we embrace our unique authenticity and our own energetic signature that we came to radiate out on this planet, we also see an increase in synchronicities, which you yeah. and I always talk about because you and I are extremely synchronous together. And yeah. We discover things about ourselves as, you know, you and I have practiced like past life regression on each other. And then the synchronicities that are reflected oh. external after that are like, whoa, like mind blowing. So I love it. the synchronicities are like probably I think the funnest symptom of ascension they are they they really are they're so freaking incredible because you're like okay I see you higher self or like <laughs> the synchronicities between Melissa and I are out of this world like it's so incredible and that's how like I can stand so strong in my belief that like we literally planned this exact thing we're doing right now with each other new earth news and new age networking we planned that before we incarnated here there is no doubt in my mind I asked Melissa I think not even a whole month after knowing her like hey, do you want to do this with me because it's been sitting in my head for the last year year and a half but I haven't felt like it's go time yet and a month into meeting you I'm like this it's go time now like this is this is what I've been waiting for this whole time to actually pull that trigger on new earth news and I'm so freaking like I tell her almost daily. I am so grateful that you're doing this with me. But at the same time, I feel like we both knew it was always going to happen at such a deep soul level. Like we came here to do this. This is our mission. And attraction and manifestation actualization is another symptom of ascension because like you had this idea, it was gestating in you. It was waiting to be birthed. And then yeah. the universe, you know, you stayed true to that in yourself. And then the universe, the multiverse, whatever you want to call it, brought into your field the people and the experiences that would actualize it into existence. Ooh, girl. Yeah. I, I, like, it so baffles me because being into this stuff for so many years, you always hear like, it's just going to come to you. It's just going to be in your face, whatever makes you happy, whatever makes you feel fulfilled, it will be brought to you when you stay true to yourself. And here we are a few years later. And I'm like, I'm finally getting we're finally doing the thing that makes me feel so fulfilled. Like, this is so important to me. It feels like so meaningful to me. It feels like there's a reason why I've just been this insane sponge for the last few years because of this. And it feels like it's finally here. I'm finally with the person that I was supposed to be doing this with. And it's just incredible. It's, it's the evolution. Like I grew myself enough and you grew yourself enough and we healed ourselves enough to finally, to finally see it and touch it and bring it out of our vortex into our physical reality. It's, freaking so incredible it's so incredible it's so beautiful so it's like I think the moral of the story is that yeah it's hard as fuck <laughs> like it's a lot of work shit gets really real and really triggering and really uncomfortable and you feel that physically energetically yeah. and emotionally and it's also really fucking beautiful and fun and exciting and life-giving. So again, like there's the duality of everything, but yeah. it's all necessary. It's all part of it. And, you know, those without that shadow side, without the, the, the more difficult aspects, we wouldn't be able to enjoy the fun stuff as much. Mm -mm. No. And this is so funny. I, so Melissa, oh God, I love you so much. You seriously make my heart so full. So she was sick, really sick for like six weeks, like six, what, eight weeks? I don't know. It was forever. She's like, oh my God, every time I start to feel better, I'm morphing. It's like the disease or the illness, sorry, was morphing into a different freaking illness. So she, and I'm over here, like, 
I already have convinced myself that when you're ill, it's two reasons. One, you're imbalanced or two, you're evolving. (laughs) And in order for the old energy to leave, sometimes it presents symptoms and you have to experience physical pain and illness. So I'm over here being like, dang, she has been getting activated and getting all these ascension symptoms for like six weeks. And I'm not even, I don't even have a cough. Like I'm over here jealous (laughs) because yeah, because I'm like, Oh my God, she's evolving so much quicker than me. She's been sick for six weeks. Like, and then the roles were reversed. Um, a couple of weeks ago, we had a ton of Schumann activity and solar activity and we were all on our group chat and our mentor had had a really bad migraine. So, um, we were talking about maybe canceling that Q and a for the evening. And, she talked about the headache and I'm like, Ooh, this is my in to tell her the solar activity has been crazy. And like teach these people that like when you're having symptoms, you can look at these charts and more often than not, you can correlate your symptoms with the solar activity because you're up leveling. So I did that. I jumped in there. I showed them the Schumann resonance. I showed them the space while they're live app and everybody's like, Oh my God, is that why I've been so tired? Is that why I have a headache? Is that why this is happening? Is that why I feel this way? And I'm just like, yes. So let's not look at these symptoms like, Oh shit, this fucking sucks. Yeah. Because I've had a headache for two days. Look at this. Like, Oh my God, my penile gland is decalcifying and I'm about yeah. to see spirits all over the place. And Melissa, after just spending six weeks of being sick, she's like, I feel out of place because I'm not feeling any of these energies. And I was like, girl, you just up leveled for like six weeks. Okay. Your body needs a break. Let us have these symptoms. We want the pain and the illness. I was having yeah. FOMO. I'm like, shit, does this mean I'm not as advanced as I like was hoping I was? And then Christy was like, no girl, like you just went through six weeks of sickness. Like you're good. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah. So like you can, and we're just experiencing it now. And I'm like, Oh, okay. Yeah, that's true. I did. Yeah. So you can actually turn your misery into like something beautiful to look at. Like now when I get sick, like my husband will be like, Oh, you're getting that cold or flu that everybody else is getting. I'll be like, no, I'm fucking, I'm ascending. I'm an ascending physical human being right now. And I'm going to feel it. Okay. I'm not sick. (laughs) And I will say like having community with other people who are, as weird as you are and are as into all of this as you are, like really does change perspective because like during those six weeks that I was really, really friggin' sick and this virus or whatever it is just kept shape shifting on me. I was getting so discouraged and I did have people in my corner who were like, this is good. You're being activated. Like the crazy fever dreams you had like that, like that's all part of it. But, you know, it really helped to reframe my perspective. So instead of falling into like, woe is me, I'm sick for six weeks. It's like, okay, okay, universe, I feel you. You're trying to move something through me. And right now, my only job is to sit here and be a vessel for all of this to move through me. And I know there it will be a side on the other side of this that I come out of it. And I have to tell you that was like over Thanksgiving ever since I was on the other side of this, like my synchronicities are through the roof. Shit is dropping into my field faster and faster. I'm getting quicker downloads. My ears are ringing on the daily. Like, so it's like, I'm, I'm feeling the up level on the other side of it. It feels real good. And it would have a community that supports you through it. And when you acknowledge those symptoms, like literally just acknowledge your symptom and you envision yourself just feeling it in a white light of love, they will go away. Girl, you just gave me so many goosebumps. I love when you get deep like that. Like what you just did, that shit was raw and it was real and it was amazing. I'm like sitting here like, they're going to see it. (laughs) That was so freaking, that was like. That was a really good explanation. I really liked that. So yeah, just nurture your symptoms, love them, be freaking gentle with yourself and compassionate with yourself because 
if you are not compassionate and gentle with yourself, you're teaching other people that it's okay to not be compassionate and gentle with you. And we don't want that. That's not the way we're going anymore. So you take care of yourself on this ascension process. You nurture your symptoms. Look at, find something beautiful in them if you can. Like I just said, like people get sick and I'm all like over here like, what? That's not fair. I want an upgrade. So. Yeah. Find something positive in everything you can. I promise you can find something positive in everything. That is so true. Those are such beautiful words to kind of wrap up this conversation today. And I thank you so much for your resources and your wisdom and your insights. And um, yeah, like we like to say, like choose the matrix of love and resonate at the frequency of the new earth. And part of that is accepting all of the uncomfy and knowing that it's here to serve you and to stay positive in love. So thank you so much for sharing that, Christy. That oh, girl, thank you. So again, seriously, I know I tell you this every single day, but thank you so much for helping me make this happen. Like I just, I cherish you so much. And anybody watching, you're part of this too. And I cherish and I think, and I love all of you guys. Thank you so much for being here and even giving us a chance to speak. We love to be in community with you all. And we will catch you on the next episode of New Earth News. Yes, we will. Bye.